0: You're listening to Industrious Radio, a show designed to help you work hard, live fit, and lead an exceptional life. Today's show is brought to you in partnership with Head-to-Toe Spine and Sport Therapy, a modern manual therapy practice where movement is the best medicine. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Industrious Radio Show, and we are broadcasting today live from the Industrious Worldwide Headquarters. I got some special guests in the house. Jeremy, welcome. What's up? Brianna, welcome. Hi. Hey, what's going on?
1: What's
0: up? Hey, welcome to the show. We're super pumped to have you today.
2: I'm excited to be here. Nice.
0: Yeah. So, Jerry, what are we doing today? Because this is a kind of a kickoff or the formalization of
1: an official thing that we've been wanting to do for a while, a new series, so to speak. Exactly. The newest series here. we got a lot of entrepreneurs in the gym at Industrious, and the, the lifestyle of Industrious is working hard and energetically, um, and that's exactly what the entrepreneur life is. The founders, Stephen and Molly, They're some of the best entrepreneurs that I know. You're one of the best entrepreneurs that I know. And so we're going to kick off a series where we're going to interview people from the community that are also entrepreneurs starting their own business and seeing success. We're going to call it That Entrepreneur Life.
0: I love it, man. I thought that was a great, good title too. So congrats on coming up with that kind of catchy title. That Entrepreneur Life our first version of this. Now we've talked a lot about entrepreneurship in the past on different shows. We talk a lot about side hustle. So, uh, for many of us, like our main thing as entrepreneurs, our main thing eventually, you know, be, what started off as a, in a fun little weekend gig or a side thing certainly did for Steve O'Malley. So Bree, why don't you tell us about kind of you, your story, um, kind of what you're doing and then your side hustle and how you got into it.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm Brianna <laughs> and, uh, I, um, been going to Industrious, uh, for about, oh gosh, I think January hit two years. And then, um, so that was like my, with my free time, I was just CrossFit everything. And like, I went, I saw like fittest, the fittest on earth, 2015, and I didn't even really know a lot about CrossFit, um, just you know the CrossFit gym I had gone to at the time. And then like I saw that documentary, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go! I'm going to go to the games the following year, not realizing that these guys have just been like training for years and years. So that used to be like my free time of what I would have used with, like a side hustle. Just I was just trying to live in the gym and train and train and train, and just knew regionals was right around the corner. Then I really started getting into, like, really learning CrossFit um, by coming to Industrious, understanding it. I was like, oh, you know, it's okay to kind of kill your, not kill your dreams, but kind of be realistic about life. And when I saw the athletes there, I was like, oh, yeah, so regionals probably isn't, you know, in the near future. But I still focused on CrossFit, and I still went to the gym, still loved Industrious. And then I hopped on board of my church, it's called Church Home Now, it used to be City Church, and um, I used to be in church and used to play all these like commercials of like all these upcoming, uh, like events going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, like who is doing their production? Cause this does not look like church. You know, I'm not used to going to a church where literally, like, you know, it, it just kind of looks like, real world reality it's been the past when everything is just so holy and righteous and so strict and i was like oh my gosh like when they were showing like their kids camps and like you know riding atvs and jumping in the pool i was like oh my gosh like i was mad i wasn't a kid and i was just like i want to be a part of this so i reached out to their production team and i was like hey if you guys need any volunteers please let me know i was very persistent about that um and then got in touch with Chelsea Thompson, which is Aaliyah's sister. She was on the production team at the time for Church Home, and she just got me fully plugged in. They had no videographer um, volunteers. That's what I wanted to go into, and I'll talk about that in a second. They um, only had photographer volunteers. So literally, I had bought myself a nice camera, not even understand what a DSLR is, not knowing a lot about lenses, not knowing a lot about just all the different specs in the camera, I bought my camera and learned how to hit record. And I just wanted to go and get a camera. My first camera was a Nikon D5500, and I just thought it was a, a Canon, like, you know. Yeah, you had no you know, idea. Yeah. You are just whatever. It yeah. was like, oh, this I one hit, looks cool. Yeah, I was like, I hit record. I was like, okay, cool. At the time, I was like, oh, this resolution looks good. So he just threw me in the fire. And I started filming... Um, there are different events that they are conferences that again, like did not feel like church. I felt like I was at a party, you know, like everything was like appropriate. Don't get me wrong, but it was like too much fun for it to be your traditional church. Is this
0: pastor Judas church? Yes, it is. Pastor Judas, the man, he very is. famous. Oh, dude! Jude is the best. Um,
1: Russell Wilson, Justin Bieber,
0: yeah. It, it for, so I totally know what you're talking about on on the production values. There, they're they're world class. I mean, yeah. the videos they produce, their music, everything. It's it's just the whole thing is incredible. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I get, I get it. It's like a big wow factor.
2: Yes, and so that they're,
0: they're phenomenal.
2: Yeah, that made me love church. Just doing the production. I,
0: I love it too. <laughs> Some people don't love it because they feel like it's too done up, like it's too much, but whatever. I mean, listen, There's that's why there's lots of churches, all kinds of different stuff for different people. Yeah. If you just want to sit there and be super bored and just, you know, really quiet.
2: Don't go to church, um. <laughs> That's cool, man. There's a spot for you out there. <laughs> there is. Um, and so, yeah. So that's where I was doing that for like two and a half years and just conference after conference and then like really like started falling in love when I was seeing my work on the big screen. And at the time I was only filming the actual staff would edit on my, on my videos. I was editing like my rinky dinky videos, like on iMovie on my iPhone, but I wasn't into like Adobe Premiere after effects. Like that was like a unknown world to me. So then, you know, a lot of the people there encouraged me like, Brie, you love this. You should totally just start doing more, like take on more. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to launch my business. And I was like, Every time I got a name for it, my first name was gonna be Vibe Light, because um, at the word, at the time, like the cool verb was vibing. It's a vibe. Two Chains had a song about vibing, and everything was vibing. <laughs> and that's why I like um, videography opposed to photography, because like photos to me is just like you have a photo, and you can only imagine the feeling when you look at a photo, and everyone can interpret a photo differently. But I feel like with video, it, I always wanted to record as if someone who's watching it was there. And there's no question about the energy or the vibes or the feeling going on. And so I wanted to portray that within my video. And so then, like, I was, like, so hung up on vibe light. And the vibe light was, like, taken everywhere. And so I got completely discouraged. I was, like, whatever. So I just went back to church on I just kept doing my thing. I'm, like, no, it's not for me. And then just kept getting that nudge from people. And then finally I woke up one day. Like, I had thought about this, the name Made by Melanin um melanin you know it's like in her skin i'm black for those who can't see me <laughs> i like how you're putting all the pieces you're together. right
0: <laughs> i'm just gonna make it real easy to understand how, yeah so. yeah
2: and there's like in the black community there's a sense of um uh of pride like you know like black-owned businesses or or something like that and i didn't want to like my name, just personal preference that I wanted to be like black owned media or black owned videography. I wanted something that was more personal to me and something that was still cool and catchy and something that anyone felt like that, you know, they could relate to or they could, you know, benefit from the business and the, and the skills I'm able to provide. So came up by made by melanin short for MXM X's, you know, by it's, you know, I got to complicate things. <laughs> um, and so then one day like I was sitting on that name and I kept saying okay I'm gonna launch it this month and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna start my Instagram and I just kept putting it off and literally one day I woke up this summer and I just started I opened an Instagram and I knew if I opened an Instagram I started following my friends I like created my own accountability circle without people knowing it because now I run all I put up there was a logo and now everybody's like and my name was attached to it and they're gonna be like okay what is this and so then I kept when I kept doing more and more video shoots, um, I was just uploading my work. And so the crazy thing that happened is, once I launched my business, my business just took off. So like my game plan of like trying to like manage social social media marketing, which is a full time job for some people, and then trying to think like oh my gosh my website, and then I need to get this in the LLC, like all this stuff was being put in the back burner because every weekend I was booked. And I work a nine to five. And so, like, my weeknights are like during the weekday is spent editing. And so, yeah, like, uh, that's kind of like the overview, you know. Fast forward, that was back in, in August when I launched that. And um, that's where I'm today. I don't want to get in the weeds too much, but. Yeah,
0: I know, I love it. I mean, I think one of the things for, entre- for, for entrepreneurs, part time, full time entrepreneurs, anybody with a side hustle, anybody with a job, frankly, is finding balance, you know, in. in in finding a way to um, get everything in that they want to do. So you're talking here about you launched this thing, it took off, you had you know a lot of success right out of the gates. Uh, you're working weekends doing that. You're at your regular thing. You're working weeknights, You know, fulfilling, uh, editing. Where do you find time for your fitness? How do you get that in? Um, how do you find time for fun? I mean, how do you get some of that other stuff in there?
2: Ooh, that's hard. Um, early morning. So like in my perfect world – uh, I would do five a.m. at Industrious, and then hardcore. Yeah, <laughs> and then shout out to the five a.m. club because that is that's a right. Huge, that's like a commitment on top of a commitment. It's so hard. It's like um,
0: Warriorville. Yeah, yes.
2: It's badass. And within then that got easily got put in the back burner when um, I transitioned, started a new job, and then like still had all these like projects to fulfill. I would spend my time editing until like three in the morning. And so I knew I could no longer just go to 5 a.m. to look cool. And say, so I'm at 5 a.m., like I'm, you know, grinding when I would be miserable, no energy, like sleep is so important to health. You guys talk about that on the podcast all the time. Um, and so then, like, I have a gym in my home. And so I'm, like my apartments, so, like I'll go there just whenever I could. And then like my plan now is like on weekends, I try to find ways just to come up to industrious and... I've learned like like right now, you know, so I can invest in my business like I can't have this perfect nutrition plan and, and health plan where, you know, I'm on a set schedule of when I wake up or when I wake up, when I go to the gym, when I eat all my meals. I just try to say work out at least five days a week, four days a week, sometimes just three days a week and just try to come to Industrious as soon as I like find like a free time to like
1: get it in there, get it in there. Did you find that, like, a challenging transition? Because, right, like, a couple years ago, you were like, I'm going to regionals, I'm working my tail off, and you were at the gym seven days a week just as much as I was, and I'm the one who, you know, I help run the gym. Yeah. And so you're there working out all the time, but now taking that step back and only, you know, how, how did you get to the point where you're like, it's okay to just work out three days a week?
2: Yeah. Um. Honestly, uh, I – hurt my shoulder back in may and i tore my labrum and like fractured my glenoid and the, like the ball and socket it was it was a pretty bad
1: it's like a stick of dynamite went off in there
2: yeah i had to did my first SAM lock. um and it was during like prior to that during the open i was so close to getting muscle ups and i was just chicken winging it i think i was just slowly just tearing my labrum and um I remember like the next day I had like try to redo, I forget, maybe it was like eighteen point three, I don't know, it was when we had muscle ups in it. And the next day I go to weightlifting class and I'm trying to do like my I had done like Friday night lights, retested Saturday, Sunday, Monday, trying to do this vol- full volume of weightlifting. Just like being hard headed, you know, um and thinking like I need to do all this stuff and not really valuing the importance of rest. And I remember, like, I went to go clean, and then the ball, The next thing I knew, the bar was just on the ground. And I heard, like, a pop. And, like, my surgeon believes, like, I kind of, like, dislocated my shoulder a little bit and it just popped back inside. I didn't know that at the time. So kind of, like, fast forward, when you dislocate your shoulder, it's, like, an open door now if you don't get it fixed. So when I went my handstand walk, my shoulder had actually kind of, like, slipped out. So to answer your question, it was that during that recovery process, because, like, my life was shattered. Like, I didn't care about work. I didn't care... Like, videography wasn't launched um, then my business. All I could think about was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was training with Steve-O, um, personal training, the personal training with Jeremy, was, you know, coming to the gym all the time. And, like, that whole, like, schedule and routine was just shattered because I was forced not to work out. Then they're telling me I can't do pull-ups for another year. i think thinking about the Open. It's supposed to be my debut, like, to, you know, like, really get started in training. And so... I finally, like, had a moment of realization with myself of, like, especially watching the competitive athletes in the gym and seeing, like, how they have been able to choose a lifestyle that allows them to work out. It, it, they have a job. Let's have, you know, a job that allows them to train and, like, seeing how they take care of their bodies, how they eat. All that really made me realize, like, for where I am in life right now and for what I'm trying to accomplish – that may not be the stars aligned right at this point. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not saying like, oh, no one could do it. I feel like anyone could do it if you really wanted to. But like being forced to kind of like sit back and take a breather, I think that's what really made me like scale back and realize like start from scratch, like rolling out, you know, if it's rolling out, if it's acupuncture, if it's cupping, whatever it is, you know, to take care of your body, eating healthy, sleeping, I realized like, All that is a lot more important than trying to just keep beating your body up like a rock and being hardheaded. So it was hard, but when I hurt my shoulder, it was like a reality check. Like, it's not worth it um, for the way I was trying to do it. Um, And I wasn't trying to do it the right way because I was being hardheaded. So no, CrossFit did not hurt my shoulder, (laughs) I did, but yeah.
0: It's like anything, you know, when we don't listen to what our body's telling us and we we push too hard and we get disconnected from maybe some of those little warning signs that we don't pick up on because we're so driven to hit a goal, that's when injury happens. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and sometimes injury can be a very powerful insight time as well, where it can help you reorient and reprioritize and revalue things and help you find maybe a little more balance balance or just understand like seasonally what your focus needs to be so that you can fully recover and get to a spot where you're stronger than you were before. Yeah. Because our injuries I don't think, you know, they don't define us per se, they certainly don't limit us, but if if we don't take that time to recover and we don't change things up and we just keep going on ham all the time, that that's when stuff gets real scary. Yeah. So that caused you to like change things up a little bit and now where you are with your fitness is your your kind of priority is your your side hustle your biz the videos and then you're just doing your main thing and then you get your fitness in where you can
2: yeah and it's been uh it's been great because it's been a total transition so now i'm like i scaled back mentally and physically from crossfit but then i really start picking up in video and Sivo had approached me and was saying hey like I want you to be the gym's, like, videographer. And I was like, what? Like, me? You know, like, all these things. And um, now it's like I'm going to the gym, and I'm, like, either doing fitness or I'm recording other people's fitness. And now it's, like, that high that I got when I was in church, like, seeing all these cool conferences and, like, just the energy. Like, I love recording positive energy. And in the gym, like, taking a step back from being an athlete, and now I'm, like – not the one throwing barbells everywhere, but, like, recording someone doing it and really seeing all the amazing people and all these different classes and being able to, like, this sounds so cliche, but to see someone almost, like, dying, dying in the sense, like, you know, like... Pushing themselves really hard, yeah. 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 And just seeing how much grit, mm-hmm. all ages, men and men, men and women, young, the younger, the older, it's, like... People are on their own level, but seeing people are in their own world in class and literally just trying to get through these grueling workouts that are amazing but and so badass, like recording that and then pushing that out to Molly and then seeing it on the Industrious Page, which is like a well known gym, um it makes everything from my shoulder to launching my business to scaling back like worth it. I really feel like I'm walking in my purpose when I'm like filming at the gym, I wear my, my media shirt proudly. I feel like I'm like a games media um, person, you know, having that on. And, you know, that's been an honor just to have been able to document like the magic that happens at industrious. And I know people who don't go to industrious who live outside of the state, even inside the, the state and follow industrious programming and like have messaged me and so saying like, Oh my gosh, like you're on media for them. And, I've had like random, I was telling Jeremy, I have like a couple now, um, some LA fitness guys who like work out at LA fitness. And they're like, are you the, you know, the person for Industrious? Can you do my reel of me working out at LA fitness? And they're like, we like the work that you do at Industrious. So that's been like, it just opened so many doors and it's made me establish an even deeper connection with CrossFit. Um, and with Industrious, you know, just from a different perspective now. And I'm a lot happier with what I'm doing now opposed to like what I was trying to do and the way I was trying to do it.
1: We're so excited to have Brie on our team. The, the media team is something new to Industrious that we just started building out. It currently consists of Brie and April Yentes. And then Molly heads them up and kind of co- coordinates what stuff's going to go or come in and where it's going to go. Um, but the stuff that Brie puts out is like, top freaking notch man it's the the, the video quality is so good if you haven't seen any of her stuff your instagram was it at made made by melanin yes okay go on instagram and just scroll through some of the videos the music's great the edits are great the the special effects are great and i mean it looks like it took a full team to put it together but it's just brie doing it by herself Thank um you. but we're excited to have that sort of skill and talent on our side i'd rather have that on our side than be trying to play against it
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I think it's a great time. I mean, video is taking over the world. Obviously, you know, video. When it comes to, uh, you know, when we look at traffic on the internet and we look at where the data data goes and whatever, and you look at the rise of Netflix and you look at you know, if, if you like, do any kind of study on Facebook and what people want, they want video, and video has become a dominant form of. Of how we express things and how we tell stories and how we share in experiences with each other, and yeah, the work that you do is absolutely incredible, and so we 're super Thank blessed you. to have you on the team and uh it 's just really cool to see the work that you do and to know that that 's just you doing that all by yourself yeah. that 's pretty cool yeah, yeah. what do know when it comes to the editing and stuff um is that do you feel like? You know, so you, you talked about learning how to use your camera and learning how to shoot. Talk to us a little bit about what was that process on how you learned how to do the editing?
2: Same thing. I'm like, I'm the type, I just go cold turkeys, throw myself in a fire. Um, self-taught. Yeah, self-taught. YouTube taught me how to edit.
0: YouTube can teach you just about anything.
2: Anything. You can build a plan now, I think. There's a
0: good song. <laughs> do, you, do you know Brother Ali? Do you know he's a hip-hop guy? No. You got to check him out. But anyways, he has a I've song. he has a song called Self-Taught. And it's a badass song, man. Okay. It gets me so pumped up every time I listen to it. So you should listen to okay. Self-Taught, Brother do it Ali. Just do, do, like, do it after the show. Okay. Because it's a good like get-you-hype song anyways, because it's like all upbeat and stuff, but the message is a good message. It's the Self-Taught message.
2: Okay. I'm going to do which that. Which I
0: love, because that's what you did. Yeah, you took a passion, and you pursued the skills necessary to execute that passion in a way that was compelling to yourself also to other people to the point now where they pay you money for it
2: yes yes
0: that's american dream <laughs> <laughs> that is the american dream i could do Go something on. i love and
1: people are going to pay me for it. Right. What more could you ask for? Right. Me?
0: And you're developing a skill that's super valuable. Before the show started, we were chatting a little bit about um, the times we live in today and just the nature of the world. You know, and it's like, um, you know, you were saying, like, uh, from your parents, and for all of our parents, kind of growing up, there was probably a point where people would get a job and they'd be at a job for 20, 30, 40 years. They have like maybe a job and retire from that job. And that's just not the way things are anymore. Now we have just so many different things happening and oftentimes we'll have multiple jobs in the course of our lifetime, 10, 15, 20. I think the average like millennials is way up there now. It's like 18 jobs or something crazy, 12 jobs in your Mm -hmm. lifetime. But what is always the most valuable thing is the skill you develop. And that's what you have now is a skill set that's compelling and valuable.
2: Yeah. And it just crosses over like, you know, me doing media and videography. Like I have to, I just wrapped up, I did a project management, um, program through you dub and like i have to apply that to my business now because i have to plan out you know from pre to during and post production and then that like make the transfers over like at work you know i'm always when people are approaching me for programs and projects they want i'm asking the same questions and and really paying attention to the detail and thinking things through that someone may not think about before they want this big grand thing and so it's like the same thing with video i have someone saying like You know, can you, can I hire you to film my event and I want, I want a video after? Well, like, how long do you want your video? Like, you know, you, what's the point? What are you going to do with it? Like, how do you want to use
0: it? What do you want it to do for you? It's going
2: on YouTube because then that determines the the length. Is it going on social media or like Instagram because you have like a one minute and you know, you got to pay attention to what, you know, statistics say about getting the viewers' attention and when they lose attention. So I do the same thing at work you know and it all transfers over so that definitely like pays off and like your skill set like you said like developing that so i've definitely seen like the fruits of that labor
0: i love it so if persons listen to this and they're loving your energy they're loving your vibe and they're loving your passion for what you're doing how would they get it? Uh, how would they get a hold of you what's the best way are you open, are you are you booking new clients currently or do you probably have a waiting list but if a person wanted to get on that list or they wanted to grab you for a project what do they do
2: Yeah, so Instagram right now is, like, my portfolio that I'm using. I'm in the process of building my website, but, like, I really like using Instagram. It's where I put everything out, and then you can just see all my work. Um, And then on Instagram, uh, which is made by Melanin, it's M-A-D-E-X-M-E-L-A-N-I-N, they can send me an email, and that is also made by Melanin at gmail.com. And that's how I book my clients uh, for people who don't know me. Other times, it's like... Slide in my DMs. A lot of people do that to get booked. But
0: welcome to the future, people. Or Instagram <laughs> yeah. DM is the new form of communication. Because I know there's people listening to that right now. And she's like, "What is she talking about? You can message people on yeah. Instagram." <laughs> yeah, you can people. You can message. Just push the little that little like little paper airplane button. And you can send somebody Thank a you. message. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, this is awesome. Well, you if you have a video need, you should actually book and you do corporate stuff. You do personal stuff. You kind of do a whole gamut, right? Right.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and you're super expensive. No. You should be. No. Wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. This is the uh, this is the entrepreneur life, right? Yes. She is very expensive, but well, well worth it. She's doubling her rates in 2019. So if you want to book with her, you should book fast because my number one recommendation for a person like you is double your rates. Double your rates. Okay. They're doubled. Yeah. <laughs> That's that how we do it, size. baby. Boom. <laughs> she likes to travel. You need double your rates. All right. right. <laughs> awesome. Well, Brie, this has been a fantastic fun opportunity to get to know you share your passion with uh with video with the world and with our industrious community and uh we are absolutely pumped to have you on our team
2: thanks i'm so excited to be a part of industrious that's like a dream
0: it is a dream (laughs) for me
2: all right jeremy
0: final words keep living that entrepreneur life
2: thanks i'm loving it
0: Oh, we need a cool like outro now, like entrepreneur life. Something yeah. like kicks in right. there. We need like a little <laughs> what kind jingle. Of music can you find we need? First? We're gonna find some dope music. All right, thanks something. everybody. Listen, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next show. Hope you enjoyed the episode of the Entrepreneur Life here on Industrious Radio. And uh, until the next time, work hard, live fit, and get paid. People make that money. Okay. All right, we'll talk with you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.